2: Oh, baby, it is Motel Monday, hour number two of three. On this last Monday of January, yeah, my Lord, 2024. Hey, uh, before we get uh, into the Ravens and the Chiefs and everything that happened in that game and the fallout, and the controversy and where the Ravens go from here, and, uh, the Chiefs are obviously going to Vegas and the Super Bowl. Uh Maddie, um, you brought in uh, something uh, during the break, uh, very nice of you to do so, uh, that your mom and dad... Uh, picked up, right? Is, is, yeah. is, is that what the whole story yeah, is? What is they this were d- called? A king cake, right?
1: It was a, yeah, they were down at the farmer's market. They saw uh-huh. a little king cake pastry thing for the two of us. And they're like, you know what? We'll g- grab and bring it in for the guys for the show.
2: That is very, very kind of them. So I want to say thank you. Um, now, this is a traditional New Orleans like Mardi Gras thing, correct? Yes. Uh, that, now, do they, so, I mean, obviously so Mardi they Gras sell is it next year week. round yeah. and all that. And they were at a farmer's market here, not New Orleans. Yes. So, I mean, you can get it anywhere, but it is a very New Orleans-y thing. And the best way I can describe it for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about is it's got like some kind of sugary sprinkle crystal type stuff, different colors, green, yellow, uh, blue, what have you, on the top of it. And it's almost like, what would you say is the dough or the pastry? Is it like, is it, it's not like croissant in nature, but it's almost like a,
1: It's almost like Italian bread in nature. It kind of has brioche. Like, it's really, it's light, it's fluffy, it's a little flaky, it's delicious.
2: Yeah. So, uh, first of all, again, thank you, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Who I'm looking forward to meeting. They will be there. Friday night. This Friday night, February the 2nd at the Bethesda Theater for 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980. Now, some people say it's a 106.7 The Fan live event. I say it's 106.7 versus Team 980. All of us will be there. Matt will be there. Matt's parents will be there. I'll be there. And Jonathan Allen from the Commanders will be (gasps) there. How about that? You get to meet, greet, hear from, talk to Jonathan Allen. I mean, he's a good dude from everything that I know, and uh, the junks have him on every week, so he agreed to come. Good for him. Uh, Good for them. Good for the event couple of tickets still available. BethesdaTheater.com, BethesdaTheater.com. So get them before they go. And it's all brought to you by our friends at M Street Bank. That's right. Cheer local bank local. Visit them at Mstreetbank.com, Mstreetbank.com. And uh, again, we can't do it without them. Uh, so you will see everybody out there Uh, And we will have a good old time, but get your tickets now. Very limited remaining, uh, and it's completely uncensored. So, if you don't like me, you can basically show up and tell me to go kick all the bleeping rocks that you want. And there's really nothing I can do. There's really nothing I can do.
1: I mean, you can be upset about it, but...
2: Yeah, There's no, I mean, no reason
1: to get butt hurt. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, you know, look, I still get sensitive on Twitter sometimes, you know, when people unfairly attack me. I, again, have no problem if you disagree with me and go back and forth with you forever. It's it's when you cross a line on Twitter that I, I for whatever reason, it's still, uh, you know, and I got to do a better job of just blocking it or ignoring it or muting it or whatever. But, man, I can't wait for Friday night. Can't wait for Friday night. It's going to be a really fun event. Uh, And uh, I think there'll be more, uh, you know, similar events uh, along the way down the line. So uh, hopefully you can make it out. com for tickets. And again, Jonathan Allen will be there in person uh, so you can talk to and meet him. All right. Real quickly on the Ravens and the Chiefs. Look, the officiating was spotty. I had no problem with the late hit on the Ravens for Mahomes under his helmet, up into his he- fine. I had no problem with the Kyle Van Oy personal foul for being the third man in, for headbutting one of the Chiefs. A lot of people had an issue with that. A lot of people not paying attention. I have, I have no idea what to tell you. I, he headbutted him. He's the third man in. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But. On the interception into triple coverage, and granted, triple coverage, not a good decision by Lamar, I mean, there's clearly defensive pass interference. And they don't call it. But clearly there's defensive pass interference. On a long ball for Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline. I mean, there's hand fighting and tussling and whatever. I can't say clearly... But you could make an argument that there was. There was another play that they didn't call on third down. I can't remember exactly where on the game clock, but it was late fourth quarter. On a third down incompletion, terrible, terrible missed call by the officials. Against, uh, you know, they don't call defensive pass interference or holding. Against the Ravens. It clearly should have been. Terrible miscall. call. So you can make an argument. That there were two really 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 significant. Blown calls. Against the Ravens. And certainly they had a factor. But ultimately. I'm not the one that chose to throw into triple coverage. Lamar did. Ultimately Zay Flowers fumbles at the half yard line. I didn't do that. Zay Flowers did. And. Let's be honest. The Ravens' defense wasn't very good in the first half. It wasn't. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey carved them the bleep up. Now, two of the very best got it. I know. I know how good they are. That'll be the last time that I ever doubt Patrick Mahomes, by the way. Not that I doubted him, but I thought the the Ravens' defense was – absolutely going to be able to take Travis Kelsey out of the game or at least limit him, limit him. And instead, Travis Kelsey obviously had the opening touchdown on the throw, behind, back hip, all that, perfect location. But Travis Kelsey had 11 targets, 11 catches, 116 yards, and the score, and then got smoochy-smoochy with Tay-Tay on the field. Lord knows what else happened after that. But the bottom line is the Ravens did not deserve to win that game. Bad officiating, certainly a factor. There is no denying that. They made some terrible, terrible decisions, including, as everybody will tell you, only six. Carries by natural running backs. Gus Edwards, 3 for 20, with a long of 15, by the way. That was early in the game. And Hill, 3 for 3, okay, whatever. Where was Dalvin Cook? I mean, this was his second game in Baltimore. Why No touches? I don't even remember seeing him. Was he inactive? I don't think he was. What the hell was going on? I mean, everybody should know that Lamar, even though he has tremendously improved in the pocket, and we've sung his praises about that, everyone should know that the Baltimore offense is based off of running the football and having the duality threat. And Lamar had eight for 54, And obviously the big one for 21 and picked up the big fourth down early on the second drive. Or they don't get that touchdown there and had the Houdini-like touchdown. And maybe that doesn't have anything to do with the run. But they are nowhere near. No offense is nowhere near as good without the run threat. It's the same problem for Detroit in the second half last night. I think Detroit, I haven't officially counted it up, but I think Detroit only ran seven or eight times in the second half last night with a lead. With a lead. With a 24-7 to lead at halftime, for you to run eight plays is egregious. But you found a way to run on third and goal from the one with a minute and five seconds left and, and needing all your timeouts. Just... Mind boggling, some of these decisions and some of the execution. All right, out to the phones we go. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Like you need a drug on a Monday. The Birdman is here, squawking about his team and the officials. You know, I'm you just going to turn off my microphone and, and eat some king cake, okay?
0: Yeah, go ahead, Chris. You know, it's, it's only appropriate that I call when my Ravens fall, as I call throughout the season, to talk crow. Um, you're right. The officials are not how, is the reason why we lost that game. Um, we made dumb mistakes. You know, Roquan, unnecessary roughness penalty. Now, the only call I have a problem with was the PI in the end zone. And the reason why I have such a big problem with it because it was a very, you know, (laughs) the turning point of the game, I thought. Because you call that, you're going down, Lamar goes down to the one-yard line, it's first and ten, you punch it through, you tie the game. Who the hell knows what happens from there? Um, that That was a big call. Besides that, but you're right, Lamar threw the triple coverage can't do it and you're also right 18 runs the whole game and most of them were on Lamar I didn't see any screens and that's how you beat the Kansas City you, you got to do screens they threw what three screens I don't even know I know it's very minimal that's you gotta you know you gotta dance with the person who brought you to the dance and they didn't do it that's why they lost um, but, you know, uh I don't know where the Ravens go from here. Obviously Odell's not coming back, I don't think. Uh Lamar, I don't know if he has shaken off the post-season um talk so to speak because in my mind he sort sure of hell has it. I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of mechanical problems from him yesterday where he was trying to go out outside of the uh uh the hashes. Um he was reverting back to the same thing and maybe because he Drew, you know, dropped back for so much, and a lot of it was picked up. I don't know. He, he, you know, the Ravens offense is based off a of play-action fake when he goes back, and they couldn't take nobody out because they just didn't run the ball.
2: Right. Was Dalvin Cook not active? Am I missing something here? Oh, he was active. Right. How do active. you not get him a carry?
0: Chris...
2: How, how how do you
0: not get anybody a carry well, after I know. Edwards went up the middle?
2: Yeah.
0: And, and and picked up you know what was it twenty yards? Yeah. How do you how do you not get anybody a carry? Uh, it, it's it's unfathomable to figure out what the hell happened yesterday. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, did the NFL pay it pay it off? They ah. get T-T in the Super Bowl. Who the hell knows? But. That, that play calling was so suspect. Todd, Todd Munkin reverted back to the Greg, to, you know, opposite of Greg Roman. That's a throw ball. And, you know, and, and by doing that, you exhausted your defense. Did you see the time of possession? Yeah. It was crazy.
2: But, Yeah.
1: I, yeah. Mean, yeah.
2: I mean, I mean, I mean. Here, I mean. Listen, here's the deal. I, I, I know it's perplexing. I know it's hard to figure out. First of all, you tip your cap to the Kansas City Chiefs, who did just enough on offense in the second half, and I mean by just enough, one play, to hold you guys at bay. Right? I understand again that third down call on the incomplete late in the game, egregious non-call, the 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 defensive pass interference in the triple coverage, behind the wall, if you will, egregious, should have been called, all of that. And I understand a very different game. But, I mean, ultimately, of course, Zay Flowers fumble—that That is, you know, a killer beyond killers. Um, but ultimately, it's its not like we can sit here and say, well, it's just on one thing or two things or, uh, again, if the officiated – like I think, like, when you think about, like, the Rams-Saints-NFC championship game from a couple years ago, the Saints did other things wrong, too. But that was so egregious that, like, people will never be able to get past that, that call along the sideline, right? (laughs) Yesterday, I wouldn't say it was so egregious, but I would say it was not a good look, of course, for the NFL, NFL officiating, what have you, but I wish I could sit here and tell you, well, that's the only reason why they lost.
0: Well, and it's not. It's not. It was, a, it was a turning point in the game, but that's not why we lost. Yeah. We lost because I said on Friday, you said on Friday, the only way the Ravens lose is that they beat themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. That's what they did. So you know what? My 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 cap my ta- my, my is a cal- uh, tip to Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey, I want nothing else to do with him because after those, those pregame antics of him throwing Justin Tucker's tee and him getting in the face of everybody, I want nothing else to do with him. Um, you know, I, I I'm I'm done, and I I hope next year we take the 15 yards and we take them out of the game. Right. Because, uh, you, you know that stuff was what what made me even you know more pissed. It wasn't that we lost. It was just the behavior of Travis Kelsey. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, uh, listen, yeah, that was a little childish. Uh, There's no doubt about that. But Birdman, I, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you because I thought you guys were going to the Super Bowl. I thought you guys were the best team in the NFL. I thought you guys would beat San Francisco. I knew you'd beat Detroit. Uh, I really thought you'd beat Kansas City. I sold Patrick Mahomes short uh, and Kelsey, I guess, uh, as well. I I did not think he would have 11 for 11 uh, and a buck 20 and and, and all of that. A couple of huge third and fourth downs early. uh, And those two drives were the game, you know, ultimately. uh, And the mistakes, like you said, uh, you know, that the the Ravens made. So we'll see where it goes from here. You know, maybe they'll lose. Looks like they'll lose McDonald to either Washington or Seattle. Uh, we'll see. Do you, uh, do you think so? I, I mean, after, I think more Seattle after that defensive than defensive performance. I think Seattle more than Baltimore, but I mean, I mean more than Washington. But I think Seattle's hot Chris, to trot for him, from what I understand. Chris, why ain't nobody talking
0: about the defensive coordinator from Kansas City?
2: Why? Why is nobody interviewing uh, him? I mean, it's a great. It's a I great mean, question because you know why? Because people hate recycled head coaches, and they look at Steve well, Spagnuolo I mean, as a recycled head know, coach, and people are stupid.
0: Quite honestly, McDonald. I love him. Yeah. I love McDonald. But after that performance yesterday in yeah. a big game, I'm really—if I was looking at him, I'd second guess no, I'm, I not, I'm not saying not give him the chance. No, but, I but I know you got it busy. Yep. I know your role. But All right, uh, thanks,
2: Bert. Yep. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Listen. I mean, uh, Lamar had the other fumble too, right? Am I remember that, right? I'm trying to remember. Um, I think that was second quarter. I want to say, mid-second quarter, Uh, I mean, yeah, Uh, looks like uh, 926 left to go in the second quarter. I mean, you can't turn the ball over three times against that defense, officiating or no officiating, home or no home, and expect to win. If you did it twice, you might be able to get away with it. Three times is absolutely unacceptable, inexcusable against that defense and against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. And, you know, Andy Reid, I mean, you know, early in the game especially, he's loading up, you know, tri- uh, three tight ends, 13, you know, personnel, just bully-balling the Baltimore Ravens who like to play, you know, uh, two deep shells and three safeties and all that stuff because they think they can stop everybody, and usually they can. Andy Reid was like, oh, yeah? Okay. Watch this. You guys think we just throw the ball around the yard? We can out-muscle you. We can out-physical you. We can out-technique you. Got to have personnel to do that. They got some decent tight ends outside of Kelsey that can actually block. Smart. Real one two three zero zero nine eighty. More of your calls coming straight up. Twenty minutes after the hour, uh, right here on a Motown Monday. We'll continue to talk about the AFC and NFC championships. We'll get into the commanders later on and what they're looking at now. Uh, but these games were too juicy, too good to just dismiss them and throw them under the rug. So many things that went right, wrong, what have you. Probably have to pay a little bit more attention to what went right and what teams did right instead of what they did wrong, but it's the only way I know how. Balance, guys, balance. That's what you get on this radio program, uh, and uh, that's what we always try and give you. Some of you don't recognize it. That's okay. Uh, maybe you should listen a little bit clearer, uh, especially some of you, um, some of you people that I ran into on Twitter over the weekend. Is the nicest way I'll say that. Uh, right here on the Team Nine Eighty AM, the Odyssey. Yeah? All right, it is a Motown Monday. Matty, so I took a big chunk out of the um, the king cake that your parents uh, so kindly bought. I did not see.
1: I warned you about the paper around the outside. You did? Yeah, I was like, bear warning. There's a little bit of wrapper around oh, the I missed outside.
2: That. I I took a bite of it. I'm an idiot, as you know. And I was like, what is this? The cake is delicious.
1: Paper, not so much.
2: Paper, not so good. Thank, yeah. thank goodness it was a very, very small fragment of the wrapping. I did not hear that warning. Again, selective hearing, selective memory. My bad. Mm. All right. 301-230-0980. On the, bet, uh, on the um, Ace Law listener lines. My God, we have so many different things. On the Ace Law listener lines, uh, Interact. Ace Law, I'll help you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW. Call us at 301 230 Back to the phones we go. Sweet Lou is with us right here on a Motown Monday. What up, Lou? Chris, man. How you doing, man? How are you, Lou? What's going on? I'm
3: good. I'm good, man. Um, tough, tough game, man, to say the least, man, especially for Detroit, man, because...
1: I felt
2: like they had the game, and uh and they, they chris yeah i'm I'm listening to you Hello, Lou, can you hear me I don't know what's going on. I heard Lou, but he's having all sorts of problems. Let's get to uh Lap next with us on the team nine eighty what's up, lappy? How are you? uh oh, do we have a phone line issue? It's very possible here at Odyssey DC. Lap, can you hear me? Hmm. Uh, let me put him back on hold. Uh, do you want me to try Pauly here, or do you want to, like, tr- try and figure it out? Okay. Give Pauly a try. Uh, everybody can call back in once we can figure it out. Uh, we'll see what happens here. If not, um, we're riding a pretty bad sh- uh, streak here of two for two. Uh, Pauly, can you hear me?
3: I can smell you. I don't know about
2: hearing you. To the <sighs> Unfortunately, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> nah, bro, you know you happy I'm here, man.
3: <laughs> hey, Birdman, shut up. Hey, Birdman, hey, you and Robert from Annapolis, can shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, man. Yeah, It's called psychological warfare. All right? It's called, it's, it, hey, they got in your head. Literally, they took you all out the game. Y'all frustrated y'all. They punched y'all in the face. Y'all did nothing about it. You're going to be mad at anybody. Be mad at Todd Munkin for trying to make uh, Lamar Jackson Patrick Mahomes, right? You got to let Lamar Jackson be Lamar Jackson. I think they dropped him back too much. You know what I mean? They 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 ain't get him out on the edges enough. There wasn't enough B options. If you wanted Lamar to win that game, you should have had him winning it with his legs more than his arm. You know what I mean? But they took them out of their game. That's all you can see the whole team frustrated. Lamar got frustrated. Jay Flowers lost his mind. You know what I mean? But, hey, another thing,
2: bro. uh, Let um, me stop you right there real quickly, Paulie, and then, of course, I'll give you a a chance. You know what's really weird? It's not like they could never get into a flow running the ball. They did on the second drive after they go three and out and after Kansas City marches all over their ass. They get the big run from Gus Edwards for fifteen. They get the Lamar Jackson fourth and one, uh, where he gets eight or nine and could have had a lot more if he didn't bumble and stumble. It's not like they could never get it on It's just they never went they back never, to it.
3: They never committed to it. Yeah. And the crazy they the leading the leading team in the NFL in Russia. He never committed to the burn Yep. You know what I mean? So that's all that's on them. They got out they got out of their own character. You know whether it's Kansas City took him out of there or not, they let it happen. Yep. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, back to this other game. Y'all, you know y'all are real funny, man. Really? It's a Motown Monday. It's definitely not a Motown Monday. Paulie, it's, <laughs> over... it's what we do. It's what we do. Listen, listen, man. That that's a jab in the side, right there. Y'all could have came over a whole other genre of music than a Motown Monday, man. But that right now. They're still in the blues in Motown.
2: We're just celebrating (laughs) some of the greatest music of all time on a day where the Lions threw up all over themselves.
3: Hey, man, listen, Dan Campbell, I like his bravado. I like him doing, it. you know, he want his team to be tough and physical and, and, you know, aggressive and all that. But it it comes a time where you got to be fundamentally have a high football IQ smart. You know, you got to go up three scores at 27. You got to go up 27 You got to go up three scores in the second half and start playing possession. You know what I mean? In the playoff, every possession is precious. You know what I mean? And then, and on the last fourth down, he went for. Come on, man. You got to attempt that field goal. Whether he hits it or not, you got. You had to stop the bleeding right there. They
2: was bleeding. They was you mean bleeding on the out. you mean yeah. on the second fourth down? Uh, on the second, yeah, yeah, on the second fourth down. Right, as, as the game is it as, as it's twenty uh, it's twenty seven twenty four. I think San Francisco at that point. Yeah, yeah. It's fourth uh, exactly. and three. It's a forty seven yarder. See to me, if he doesn't go bleeding, for it on man. fourth and two from the forty five, he he he's just telling you he doesn't trust Badgley, and yeah, I, that's his I, DNA. I,
3: Listen, I don't care if you trust him or if that's his DNA. He on the roster, you better trust him. I don't care if that's his DNA. Yeah, that's it's that's called, not the case. It's called, it's, listen, it's called reading the room. You had to stop the bleeding right there. You needed points to stop the bleeding, and he didn't. So, well, well let me let me uh, let me got. ask you
2: this. Just let me ask you this. If he kicks the field goal in that spot and he misses, a you don't stop any bleeding, right? You turn the ball over, obviously. To Kyle and the 49ers at their 37, but what is everybody saying? How could you how could you go? How could you kick it on fourth and three from the you know, a 47-yard attempt and you bypassed a fourth 40. and two from a a 45-yard attempt? What, what are you doing? So I I mean to me, like the decision-making process was again half, this is what we are, this is what we do, and we trust Jared Goff and Jameer Gibbs and Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta and so on and so forth. And the other part of it is we don't trust Badgley. And that was clear hey, by listen. every decision they made with Badgley over the last year and a half. They don't trust him. Hey, but listen, well, that's their fault. They don't trust him for a year and a
3: half. But, 2 you, you're always going to take less, less criticism for doing the most fundamentally sound thing. You're going to take more criticism for thinking out the box and
2: failing. Oh, is that or, why I why take a lot of criticism?
3: Oh. oh. Most most definitely. But, look, and speaking of that, The whole team, 980 versus 106.7, man. Look, Listen, man. I think y'all being too nice about this. Number one, I don't care. Who told them to bring John Allen? that got to be a 106.7. Nobody cares about John Allen. I wish I could come up here because I would ask John Allen on this day. Hey, you talk to your family yet about coming back? I got an answer for you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Look, look, Rufio, they want to bring John Allen up here on on their side? Come on, you got to bring out your big guns.
2: You need to bring Jay Gruden. You got <laughs> in mean, Jay Gruden I mean, Jay was invited. On, He's man. in Jacksonville.
3: You know what I mean? Hey, come on, man. I'm sure Jay would like to come up there and, 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 and you know, peek out his stuff yeah. out there, man. Come on. You, you got to get him over there, man. John Allen. Hey, come on. Hey, 106.7. Nobody cares about John Allen, bro. He can kick rock. Man. All right. Hail I hear Thank
2: you, Paulie. Appreciate it. <sighs> I mean, listen. It's a fun event. It's not like I mean, it's not like Jonathan Allen is being brought in you know, um to sell tickets. Most of the tickets are already sold. He's being brought in because he was originally asked and and it took some time to, you know, figure out whether he could make it or not and apparently he can. You know? I mean, he's not going to the pro bowl. <laughs> he, he he's not busy, right? He might not be a commander a month from now, but for now he is. Unless he gets traded between now and then. That'll be interesting. 3012300980. Time for a quick trending alert right here, right now on the team 980. All right, we have Wizards basketball for you here tonight on the Team 980. After a rare win, which I'm rewatching right now. On Saturday afternoon in Detroit, they visit Victor Wemignana and the 10 and 36 and equally awful San Antonio Spurs, 745. The pregame coverage right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app after again the Wizards' eighth win of the year on Saturday. Caps are now off on the bye week and the All-Star break then will play again for another eight days. Super Bowl 58 as we've been talking about. All set between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. A rematch from four years ago. Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes. We've been talking about it all with you all day. We will continue to talk about it in case you missed the big second half meltdown by Detroit. We went over it in full detail. Make sure you hit rewind or check out the podcast. maddie has got you covered at uh, the Odyssey app and or at the team 980com Just go to the podcast section. And one more from uh, the world of sports, a little bit of sad news. Ex-Red Sox, Blue Jay, and Astro manager Jimmy Williams, who once was the American League Manager of the Year, has passed away at the age of 80. And that's what's trending. All right, indeed, it is a Motan Monday, as we do each and every Monday, regardless of when the, Sanf- uh, the Detroit Lions throw up all over themselves in the second half. In every way, shape, and form. And some of you out there, because you only want one thing, you are going to completely ignore the reality. The reality is that... Dan Campbell maybe made some mistakes. I don't think he did. But if he had, and I guess we'll never know, if he had a role in that third and goal from the one run play, that's about as egregious of a mistake as you can make. If the play call came from Ben Johnson, which I know it comes from Ben Johnson, but what I don't know and what is unclear is...
1: I've what been turned on ever since.
2: How did you work your way into this conversation, Linnell? Please, your day is Wednesday. Beep, beep. No. I mean, we're going to discuss this all on Wednesday. I mean... I guess TV time last night on DC50, not enough. By the way tonight I'll be with my pal Scott Abraham uh at uh, nine o'clock on um, the old news channel 8 WJla uh, 24/7 uh, 508 on Verizon Fios if you uh, have that particular system you you guys know uh always great to catch up with Scott uh, I think he'll be on the show tomorrow I think Doc will be here tomorrow uh, as well but again the Detroit Lions. Gagged up all over themselves last night, and there's no other way to say it. There's no other way to say it. They had a 24-7 to 7 lead at the half. And you look at their offense, and again, number of issues, drops, bad throws, fumble by Jameer Gibbs... And by the way, he was incredible on that run, uh, in which you know everybody's focusing on Chase Young, but about six or seven guys o Jameer Gibbs as he went right through the heart of that San Francisco defense. Uh, by the way, can we stop with this? The San Francisco defense is great. Look at what Ben Johnson is doing. Oh, uh-huh. I told you before the game. San Francisco, good, not great, good, not great. Uh, The numbers would tell you over a 17-game sample size that they are better than most. People that only go by rankings and stats will tell you they're great. Watch them. I watched them in person, in front of my very own eyes. Washington moved the ball all over the place on them. Had them on the ropes. And that was a terrible Washington offense. And that was without Brian Robinson. If Sam Howell doesn't, again, throw a couple of terrible picks, one at the four-yard line, that's not a great San Francisco defense. And Chase Young, listen, everybody got all fired up because Darren Haynes, who used to be here, was on the field, and he was growing up with uh, you know Chase Young and, you know, like, hey, Chase, come over here. Oh, you're going to the Super Bowl. Hey, you know, and Chase does a little dance. And I said, oh, this will go over well in D.C. Listen. I was genuinely, genuinely happy, genuinely happy for Trent Williams. He deserves it. First Super Bowl appearance in his illustrious career. Hall of Fame career, first ballot, all that. You know, Kyle calls him the best left tackle in NFL history. I don't know if he is or he isn't. I know he's right, you know, in that argument. I mean, there there have been some really, really, really good left tackles. I I feel comfortable saying Trent's top five. I don't know if I feel comfortable saying Trent's number one, you know, compared to, I don't know, Orlando Pace and Anthony Munoz and, you know, guys like that. But whatever. Really happy for Trent, right? Even though, you know, Trent did not leave here under the best of circumstances. And I think there was some, on my behalf and I think others, I think there was some reasonable criticism for Trent. That he could have taken a leap of faith with Ron Rivera, and he chose not to. And guess what? He turned out to be right, and Ron Rivera turned out to be wrong. And it's part of the reason why Ron Rivera is unemployed. By the way, did you see Ronnie? Old Ronald Eugene apparently interviewing for the L.A. Rams defensive coordinator spot under Sean McVay. Wouldn't that be a hoot nanny? Weird that Sean McVay has Brandon Staley, who was his defensive coordinator, available to him for one year before he got the Chargers job, and that he's got um, not only uh, Brandon Staley, but he's got, um, gosh, somebody. Oh, Joe Barry, who was his assistant head coach and linebackers coach from the time he went. To the Rams, because remember, they, he brought Wade Phillips into the equation. Uh, and and that worked out good at first and not so good in the end. Weird that he's got all of those options, and he's interviewing Ron Rivera. Now, again, the interview process is the interview process. Just because you interviewed does not mean that you're a strong candidate, does not mean that you're a definite candidate, does not mean anything. It just means you're a candidate, right? I mean, it cl- Like, NFL team, I like people on Twitter trying to tell me that the commanders are just going through this dog and pony show that the only person they care about is Ben Johnson, which is the most absurd and ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But whatever. But anyway, the Lions last night, again, throwing up all over themselves. And again, it's not just one person. It takes a team-wide catastrophic failure to be as bad as the Lions were in the second half. Check this out. They had 75 yards on that touchdown drive, right? Which they finally get in on fourth and goal after the mismanagement at, on third and goal. Uh, 11 plays, 75 yards. First of all, way too long to score on that possession. It took uh, two, two in a, uh, about two minutes and seven seconds, I guess, was the time of possession. Way too many plays to get in. That's number one. But if you look, right, they had the rest of the half. They had 42 yards on their first drive. They had 45 yards on their second to last drive. So do some quick math with me. That's 87. They had 87 yards of offense up until that final drive down by 10 with two minutes and change left. Uh, uh, three minutes and, and change three minutes and, and two seconds so for 27 minutes of the second half they had 87 yards that's not good enough now you say well, well if Reynolds doesn't drop the ball on fourth down again you're not paying attention closely Reynolds did drop the pass it was not a good pass it was not in a good spot not in a good location well, if we're, if the other Reynolds doesn't drop the ball in third night, you're you're right about that. I can't do. I I can't defend that. Well, if Dan Campbell does, I, no guarantee that Badgley's making either one of those kicks. The Lions' system, systematic, catastrophic failure, failure, and again, if the number I heard correctly, and I haven't done the math on this, eight times if they ran the ball eight times after doing what they did on the ground in the first half, knowing that if there is kind of a softish underbelly of the 49ers, it would be their run defense. If that's true, eight times in the second half is egregious, egregious with a 24 seven lead. What are we doing here? People like again, Many of you are not going to be happy with me because you love Ben Johnson and you love the idea of him carving teams up. And look, at times, Ben Johnson is going to look great. He is going to look fancy schmancy. All sorts of shifting motions. I mean, the Jamison Williams touchdown was great. uh, The early one, you know, uh, lined him up out wide to the left little motion. I think they ran motion from right to left along the formation. So you get the defense's eyes going that way. Jamison Williams comes from the left and gets the little shovel pitch toss right up the middle. Great blocking from the offensive line. I mean, that first drive was terrific. They got a 15-yard run that was well-blocked, exceptionally well-blocked. They got a nice little play-action boot to Laporta for 14 or 15 And then the Jamison Williams play. I mean, they hit them with a knockout punch. The only difference is they swung so damn hard. They spent so much sizzle in the first half, they may not have left themselves with any stake in the second half. And that's part of the problem. I've seen this. Remember what they did to the L.A. Rams two weeks ago on that Sunday night in the wild card playoff round. They came out and, God, they just destroyed Raheem Morris and the Rams in the first half. And then they did nothing in the second half. They hit one pass for nine yards, which ended the game. Then, in the first half against Tampa... The week after that, and a week before this, they scored 10 points. And they struggled on offense. Now, they were very good in the second half. Once Tampa lost one of their top corners, and some other things fell apart. Again, kudos to Detroit. But I've seen this, and I'm going to spend time on this whether you like it or you don't like it. Because you deserve, whether you don't like it or not. You deserve the truth. I've seen this in games this year. I just outlined three games where they fall asleep for a large stretch. Large stretch. And I mean a large stretch of the game. I'm going to give you one more example when we come back of where they got off to a sizzling hot start, the Lions, on offense. And then just kind of fell asleep at the wheel. And that's okay, but that is part of the mix. Realize what you are getting. Realize what you are hankering for. Realize what you are thirsting for. There's a lot of good on that bone. There's also some not so good. And you deserve, again, the truth. And that's just what we aim to provide. I'll give you that example when we come back. Team 980, more of your calls. I see Sweet Lou is back. We'll get back to you. I think we got the phone line straightened out. I don't know what happened. 301-230-0980, 980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Oh, this is perfect. Motown Monday, what becomes of a broken heart, baby? Uh, Craig Hoffman, who's coming up uh, at 4 o'clock, was just in here. He's going to have Seth Walder of ESPN Analytics on. Make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, So he was just right. He walked in and he's like, I feel like you sound like you're Colin Cowhart. I'm just going to tell you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. Is that what is? I mean, is that a bit? I can't watch Cowhart's show because we're on at the same time. I used to watch Coward's show.
1: We can't herd with curd.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, is that what ha- Coward does? I mean, I only see like on Twitter when he makes hilarious, like egregious predictions. And my guy Funhouse, who started, you know, at back after this, who started making fun of Mike Francesa um, forever and did an amazing job, um, just now blows up cowherds. You know what? So I only see that. Um, but Hoffman was like, oh, you sound like, you know, you sound like your um, uh, uh, Colin Cowherd saying I'm just going to tell you the truth, whether people, you know, people want to hear it or not. Uh, but I'm right. I mean, yeah, there's context to everything. There's reasons for everything. I, the, the fact of the matter is undeniable fact. The Lions offense fell asleep for large stretches of the playoffs. Three games. They did not execute, they did not play well, they did not perform well for large stretches of three games. And there was one regular season game that I specifically remember. I only saw highlights of this game, so again, I don't have the full context, but let me give it to you. Against New Orleans on week 13, I think this was in New Orleans, they started off hot. Like a firecracker, like they did last night, up 17 to nothing, uh, seven-nothing. Montgomery, a two-yard run, eighty-yard drive. Laporta, 13-yard touchdown pass, a 17-yard drive after a turnover up 14 to nothing. I'm on Ross St. Brown, 25-yard touchdown pass, up 21 to nothing. They were up 21 to nothing with eight minutes left to go in the first quarter. After that, the Saints scored a touchdown. Riley Patterson, then the Lions' place kicker, kicked a last-second field goal at the end of the halftime. After that, the Lions did not score a touchdown until the 14-minute mark of the fourth quarter. So they went two and a half quarters, scoring three points. I mean, again... Defenses make adjustments. Teams make adjustments. Not everything is going to go smooth. What I'm telling you is there is a lot to like about Ben Johnson. When it is cooking, it is cooking, man. But there's also some not to like. There's also some that you have to acknowledge and that you have to be concerned about. Now, we'll have a schedule for you as we know it through our buddy Ben Standing, Next, and more your calls, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.